Welcome to the Chrissy Crash Podcast. I'm Chrissy Crash, a former smoker, drinker, fast food eater, unhappy bartender, transformed into a roller derby athlete, runner, and fitness coach. Each week, I'll bring you an insightful guest or lesson learned from my own perfectly imperfect life to help you uncover how to create more love, light, joy, and health in your everyday experience despite the chaos and challenges. I believe that life is a contact sport. Let the games begin. Do you want to elevate your game on the track in 12 weeks or less, guaranteed? Yeah, I said it. If I could help you get fitter, faster, stronger, and more confident on the track while having more joy, self-confidence, and love in your life outside the track in just 12 weeks, guaranteed, would you be interested? Well, click the link in the show notes to learn more. What's up, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Chrissy Crash Podcast. I'm Chrissy Crash here with Original Sin. Hey, uh. <laughs> <laughs> we are here with another roller derby skill training episode. Today, we are going to talk about the ever so elusive side surfing. How are your side surfing skills, Sin? Well, they're a lot better since I had my son. <laughs> oh, you got them flexible hips. Right. <laughs> that's that's our training. That's our training for today. How to get better at side surfing. Have a baby. Ugh, or not. <laughs> yeah. Do one do one rep of having a baby. No. I promise there's other ways to do it. <laughs> yeah, there's other ways. Like the things that we're gonna teach you today. Yeah. So Basically, we decided that we would do these roller derby skill training episodes one a month to focus on a different skill that you guys are struggling on and um, to give you some ideas on how to get better at that skill. And then also some specific training that we typically customize for our clients inside of Crash Course when they come to us like, hey, look, I'm looking to get better at side surfing. Can you help me build workouts for that? So we'll put together workouts for them based on the skills and things that they're working on. So we'll also go over some of Sin's favorite workouts that she's putting together when we're creating workouts for our crew just for you guys so what is side surfing in case you have been living under a rock inside of roller derby and you don't know what side surfing is basically it's the act of turning the body sideways while skating in a forward motion right it's usually used for um, avoiding an oncoming hit for snaking around someone basically one foot is turned and is pointing in the direction the skater is moving while the other foot is turning in the opposite direction also called a mohawk also called what else is it called there's like a lot of names a lot of names names. for it this was one of the moves where every time i've transferred leagues i've had to learn new lingo because there's a name for this in every league yeah so maybe let us know in the in the comments what you guys call side surfing so we can make sure we we tag it so when people are looking for it they will know what it is so basically when you're doing this movement what you're doing is while you're skating forward with speed one foot is turned and it's pointing in the direction that the skater's moving while the other foot is turned in the opposite direction. So with this, all of your wheels should be on the ground, okay? And the body position is similar to doing like a wide leg squat. So you get your feet turned out, your torso is like parallel, either facing the inside or the outside of the track. The key with this is you do have to have some momentum going, otherwise it can be a little tricky until you get to the point where you learn how to do some pushing power for the striding from the back foot but the back foot's kind of like your propeller for the front legs. I feel like for the most part, when people are doing this move, they're already like 
Like when you're practicing this move at practice, the propeller piece is like really important, but I feel like a lot of times it's actually you just have a shitload of speed and you need to get through a hole. So this is one, are you a big side surfer? I know you're not doing so much of the jamming. How do you use it? Yeah, so I'm primarily a blocker for my team, for anyone who didn't know. And I don't side surf so much to side surf, although there are moments where blockers have to slip through small holes as well, whether mm -hmm. we're drawing jammers back or just trying to get through obstacles, that kind of thing. I have adapted the side surfing or applied it to a lot of lateral track coverage. It requires a mm. lot of the same body placement, a lot of the same movement, turning your foot in the direction that you want to be going. And it turns into like a little bit of a hockey stop at the end. But I wouldn't be able to do those applied movements without the side surfing skill. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people, like they get hung up on side surfing because they get so obsessed with it, being able to do it around the track for a lot of time. But I think for anyone that's maybe getting stuck on this, the big thing, at least I know that I use it for, is when I am jamming or pivoting or I'm like trying to get out of the pack, is it's more like the side surfing skill itself gives me the confidence to move into that mohawk position for the moments that I need it to get out of the pack. Like I'm a big, like, I'll use it if I'm coming up and I'm trying to snake around someone, I'll get into that side surf position, hook my front shoulder on their shoulder, and then transition out and around is probably my very favorite way to use it. So it's not something where necessarily you have to be the most amazing long distance side surfer, which I think is where a lot of people get stuck. But understanding that by practicing this move over and over again, what you're doing is you're just opening yourself up to be a more versatile versatile player on the track. Because again, you can be comfortable with all eight wheels on the ground in sort of any position. Absolutely. Yeah, if yeah. you can be you... confident and balanced in this move, then it's a lot harder to get hit down in this position or hit out of position. You'll gain momentum, you'll gain speed, you'll gain force, basically however your body is positioned. It's such a great move to be able to apply to other things. Yeah, totally. And I think a big key for anyone who's getting stuck on side surfing is to pay attention to how low you're getting. Because especially in the beginning as you're opening up the hips, so many times when we're unsure of a movement, and we talked about this in the last one with like, with the last roller derby skill training on hockey stops, is that so many times we're afraid to get like low or commit. This is another one of those moves where you just, you have to get low because when you're standing up high and your legs are extended, it's very hard to get your hips open wide. Whereas when you get squatted down a little bit more, you get into more of an athletic stance, it's a little easier to, to open your legs out wide and do so with balance. So do you want to talk a little bit about like what's involved in that just in terms from like a training standpoint? Yeah. So again, like with so many, if not all of the moves that we are talking about in the skill training videos, side surfing is, is full body. You're engaging every part of your body mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, emotionally. The... <laughs> I mean, look. <laughs> But some of the primary muscle groups we, we use, of course, are those good thigh areas, the abductors, the adductors, your core, especially for balance purposes. We talked a little bit about that already. The hip complex, you know, this, the hips are the shiny focal point of this move. Um, mm -hmm. But also we're working on internal and external obliques, our glutes, hamstrings, also ankles, which are also very important since you are turning your feet in different directions. Yeah. 
Awesome. Yes. Not technically. Well, it's a group of muscles in there. There's, I guess, more ligaments than things, but but still super yeah. duper important. So when you're putting together a workout for like crash course clients, like what are some exercises that specifically you're looking to add in when someone's struggling with side serving? So three of my favorite exercises to do off skates to train for side surfing are all in the squat family. So it's yeah. all about the squats. You know, Chrissy, squat, Chrissy squat, said, squat, you squat. Be getting lower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we want to be getting lower, so we got to do more squats. But what kinds of squats are we doing? I like to, again, work different parts of the body with these movements. So number one, I like to do sumo squats. Sumo squats are a wide stance squat. You're already turning your toes out a little bit. You are working different areas of the thighs as you go into that motion of the bend. I like to do this with body weight and with weights. I like to play around with it, give myself the balance training, work on positioning, work on muscle engagement, and then add some resistance to it. Yeah, this is a great one. I feel like you can do it body weight. You can add weights. You can hold your skates in your hands for some extra weight. You can even do these like with hold a child, hold a watermelon, you know, hold the world on your shoulders if you're that kind of person. But you can also actually do these with bands. Like if you get the little skinny, long skinny bands, you kind of like put it over your shoulders and put it around your feet. And you can do a lot with resistance that way if you don't have a lot of extra equipment. Awesome. Yeah. And I like the sumo squats too, because it just, it gets you functioning and into that wide leg position. Mm -hmm. And the big thing we're going to want to remember with sumo squats and really most of the squats that are done in the similar position as this is where's your weight? Where Mm -hmm. are you hanging out with your weight? Is it in your toes or is it in your heels? You want to build stability and balance. You want to be making sure that your weight is primarily in your heels as you go down into this bend. And and also with a good squat, you want your shoulders relaxed, you want them away from your ears. If you're hunched up towards your neck, you're probably gonna bend a little bit more forward than you would like to, which if you apply it to side surfing is not going to help you. Right, right, yeah, I, th- I think definitely the more that you have the weight in your heels and like evenly distributed throughout the foot, it does make it easier to like open up the hips because it is, it's activating the glutes. Also, one thing when it comes to squatting that I, was told by some trainer somewhere once upon a time in my life that's been really helpful is to think about lifting your arches. Mm -hmm. So when you're squatting, if you're thinking about lifting your arches, what you're doing is you're basically engaging your, your heels into the ground, but you're also like engaging like the, almost like the ball of your foot. I'm looking at my feet as I'm doing this to try to figure out how to explain it. Just think about flexing your arches because what it does is it really activates and engages everything so that you're not going too far into your heels that you're falling off balance and you're not going, it's impossible to engage your arches if you're just like all up in your toes. So it helps you get a really good grounded eight wheels on the ground concept kind of squat. Yes. Yeah. What do you, what else you got? Okay, I have Bulgarian split squats. Oh, I, I love a good Bulgarian love a good, split squat. Yeah, I love a good split squat. So yeah. for for this, get yourself something that you can lift your back leg onto, step, chair, box. Maybe not a rolling office chair. I've tried that. Don't recommend <laughs> it unless you're feeling spicy and want to work on balance too. That so- sounds like an at-home like that sounds like an at-home like Pilates exercise like yeah. i just picture someone doing pilates you know like on a reformer except they're just on like yeah. a, they're just like on an office chair 
Hey, I got real creative during lockdown. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So for the split squat, you're going to want to, again, for those listening and learning audibly, you're going to anchor, say your left foot onto the ground. You're going to lift your back leg behind you onto your elevated surface, chair, box, etc. And again, where is your weight being placed? This is also something where with your anchored foot, as Chrissy said, flexing your arch, lifting your arch, making sure your weight is evenly distributed with primary focus on the heels. That's going to really help you stay balanced because now you're on one leg, essentially, going into a squat. (laughs) It's a dangerous place to be. Yeah. But this is going to help you, again, if you're applying it to the side surfing movement, you have to turn a foot, which means at some point you're going to be on one foot, even if just for a second. So really making sure that you can smoothly transition from foot to foot and shift your weight from foot to foot and just be okay on four wheels until you have moved that foot into place, you're going to be more successful. You're going to be more stable. You're going to be less likely to get hit down or trip yourself. So yeah, this is and I love off skate move to build that. I love a split squat too, because it is, it's causing you to engage your core. It's causing you to engage your balancing muscles. And when we say core, I think a really important thing to understand is people, most people think of your, your abs when they think of your core, but your core is actually like your adductors or like the inner thighs are part of that core. Like your back in between your shoulder blades, this is part of that core. So in something like a, like a split squat, you're forcing yourself to engage your adductors for balance, which like you said, it just, it just makes you a better all around skater. Yeah. And I would do this body weight until you're feeling really confident, obviously on both Mm -hmm. legs and then add some weight for resistance for more strength building. I used to do, there's a really great, if you look up split squat, Chrissy crash split squat on YouTube, there is a example of this exercise and I am split squatting my old dog, Meat, in my backyard. Meat was my weight at the time. <laughs> but we'll also, this week, this month, we'll release each of these on Thursday. So make sure you're checking out the Chrissy Crash Instagram. We'll release each of videos of each of these movements. And Sin will show you exactly how to do them so you can save these and come back to them later. So what's your, what's your third fave for this? Oh, my third fave is the Cossack Squat. So no one freak out. (laughs) It's okay. It's less complicated than you think it is. I remember when I was first kind of jumping on the, the fitness train and really starting my fitness journey, this was a phrase or a movement that intimidated me just seeing the name of it in a workout. Like what, what is a Cossack squat? What, what does that mean? Like, and, and then in the past I have been shown or seen people do this very similar to a lateral lunge but there are mm-hmm. some key differences. So the Cossack squat targets the quads, the hammies, the glutes, the hips, the hip abductors, the core, including the abs and the lower back. So again, as Chrissy said, when we think of core, we're thinking of your entire trunk, everything all the mm-hmm. way around. And this also works a uh, plane of movement. So to get to get a little nerdy, the Cossacks work the frontal plane, which is side to side motion, while most other squat and lunge movements work the sagittal plane, which is front to back. So again, if we're applying yeah. this to a side surfing movement, side to side motion is something that you want to be working on off skates as well as on skates. This is a fantastic move for mobility and balance training, as well as anyone who wants to increase or better your range of motion for your hips, your knees, and your ankles. So in a side lunge, you start in a neutral stance, 
and you extend one foot out sideways and then you go into that bend of a lunge. Mm -hmm. For a Cossack squat, you begin with a wide stance instead of with your feet together and your toes can be pointed a little bit out. Then you are going to lower your body. You're not kind of reaching sideways or anything. You, from that wide stance, you are lowering, lowering your body, okay? And you are only going to lower as far as you can keep your heels on the ground. Once your heels begin to lift, you've gone too far. That is the current limit of your range of motion. Perfect. And then from that position, are you coming, you're, where are you going from that position once you're lowered down? Once you're lowered down, then you'll rise back up. And you never come back to that neutral stance. You're going to stay in that wide stance. So, for example, if I'm working on my right leg, I'm going to extend my right leg out, but I'm going to stay there. And that's kind of my starting position. And I bend down mm-hmm. into that squat. Maybe your your left leg sort of ex- like points out in an ankle a little bit, but the bend is going to be on that anchored right leg. And you're going to rise up yeah. and then you're going to bend down again. And then, of course, you're going to switch and focus on the other side. Yeah. So instead of like a lateral lunge where you're like stepping out and stepping in kind of thing, you're maintaining that wide leg, really that wide leg, like mohawk side surfing stance, and then moving down into one leg, coming out of it, moving across, moving down into the other one. Again, if you're someone who's newer at this, maybe do a bunch on one leg and then switch to the other side. Or if you're someone who wants to be a little more advanced, like we were talking about, you can shift your modality to make it more challenging by doing one on one side, one on the other, one on one side, one on the other, to make it a little more difficult and confusing for your body. Yes. Cool. Awesome. Well, my friends, hopefully this has been helpful hearing some of Sin's genius fitness programming that she does for us here at Crash Course. I'm just on a mission to share her magical brain with everyone because not only is she such a badass skater, she's a really good trainer. So if you want to learn more about how to get some customized workouts from us, you can go to christycrash.com. We do 12-week programs, six-month programs, one-year programs, and basically help you kick ass in all areas of your life because life is a contact sport and she who touches the most lives wins. And we are here to help everyone just be better at roller derby and be more awesome in life. So we will catch you guys in the next episode.